Nothing like a rainstorm at 10,000 feet. Dude, that one was close. You might be the only man to accidentally <laughs> give a bird a golden shower. <laughs> it was so close that when the bear swatted his paw, it the dirt hit the tent. I will never not do this, dude, ever. Hello, my brother from the exact same mother. Oh, hey. <laughs> What's happening? Just living the dream. I am tired. Why? Just from the last week, a week and a half of hunting. Well, you've only hauled how many thousands of pounds of meat in the past week? It was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. I can't complain too much because two of the elk we got out whole. Whole. That's like, that never happens. But the thing about it is, I, it's still just as much work. Yeah. Like I, a couple of them, I think it was more work. Than to cut them, than to, to quarter it. it and <laughs> But I think that the guy was just like wanted to get one hole in the back of the truck. Huh? I'm not about that. <laughs> We've done it with two moose. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> two moose loaded hole in the back of a 1500. The suspension does not hold up well. Dude, I forgot about that. Yeah. How did, well, we had like nine people. We had nine people there and some dude Baja his flatbed truck. Just out there. Yeah. Got them both loaded whole. That's great. I have that on video. It's yeah. not great video. It's awesome video because you see grandma all excited and on her bowl and grandpa doesn't even look at her. <laughs> she <laughs> just keeps walking. Hmm. I got another bowl hit. Well, I guess we better talk about that story yeah. that you brought it up. So they drew, my grandparents drew moose tags. How did it work? So between the two of them, they had been putting in for moose for 76 years. Combined, so, right? And then they both drew the moose tag in the same unit in the same year. There was three moose tags given in that unit. They drew two of them. They drew two of them. They got two bulls on the second day, and they were standing together. Standing together. Yeah. Because we came, we came around that corner. I remember there was just like, there's a bull. Oh, look, there's another one. There's another <laughs> bull. And so we stayed, and they went up and around the big canyon. Yeah. So we could see, from our vantage point, we could see the moose. And we could see grandma and grandpa stalking the moose. Yep. And then it was, it was a little delayed because it was boom. And well, you could see the, see it hit, the bullet hit, and the water fly off the bull. That's right, because it rained Because it was day. just raining. And it went straight down. Like, she, she heart shot it. Yeah, 30-odd six, baby. 30-odd six. It didn't even take a step. It just no. fell. And then you hear boom, and the other bull gets hit and takes off running. Yeah, and then... What grandma came down to her moose, right? <laughs> yeah. And grandpa just like stepped over it and went and Oh yeah, didn't even look. Grandma's all excited holding her bowl. Oh my gosh, Neil, look at this. He didn't even <laughs> look at it. Just all you see is grandpa in hunt mode. Steps right over a dead bull. Mm, I'm going to get mine. It died Got within hit. sixty yards though. Yeah. They weren't huge moves, but they were respectable. Well, good bowls. I mean, for t how it went down, how do you not? Yeah. How do you not do that? Two bulls stand together, you got two tags. And the funniest part, so after we got the bulls back to camp. I was just going to mention this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Grandma's got a good sense of humor. So does Grandpa. It was Grandpa that said well, it to and the then fish cop. To the fish cop, and then Grandma played along, not knowing Grandpa had said anything. Oh, tell so the story. So the fish cop, we got two bull moose caped out sitting in camp. And that's not normal. Like, 
a moose tag in Utah is a once-in-a-lifetime tag. The chances of having two of them in the same camp the same year is pretty slim. Right. Um, so we had both moose sitting out, and the fish cop pulls up, and Grandpa's like, oh, look, fish cop's here. Let's go mess with him. And he steps out, and he goes, aren't those two of the most beautiful bull elk you've ever seen? And the fish cop's face just goes down. He's like, okay, yeah, did you, get, did you shoot these? He's like, well, I shot one. My wife shot the other. Grandma, not missing a beat, had no idea what was going on, walks up. Did you see the elk we shot? <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to have to see your tags. <laughs> and they pulled out their, their moose tags. Did you know they came into camp and dug where we put the legs? They, did they really? So we had the legs. We You cut the legs off at the joint. And I, I buried the legs facing up. Like the, there was a dead animal buried there. And we put a little cross. <laughs> just just messing around. Well, they came back and dug thinking, oh, man, they shot another one. And Why didn't they just pull on one of the legs? You would think that that would be the smart thing to do. <laughs> like, did they really do that? Yeah, they really came back with shovels and started digging there because of Toby. Oh, <laughs> I see. Well, that makes a little more sense. Yep. <laughs> oh, that was a fun hunt. That, that was fun, man. Two moose, I can tell you that two moose will fit in the back of a Chevy Silverado 1500. Yep. Stacked. It takes up all the bed. It takes up more <laughs> than the bed. And the suspension will not hold it. Yeah. They were they were maxed out. Yeah, the... The spring, they were sitting on the axles. The axle, they were sitting on axles. Yeah, it was it was a heavy load. And a moose's heart is as big as my head. It is because we kept the one and ate it, but it's as big as my head. I think it was we had wild. It for Super Bowl, didn't we? We did Super Bowl. Yep. Had moose heart, boiled moose heart. <laughs> Still good though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I uh, I didn't get any really good video. Just because everything pretty, happened. You got pretty no, good I'm not video. Moose, I mean, on this elk counts that are coming. Oh, were you filming? Trying. Oh, that's I'd so like, hard. I'm the worst dude because I don't care about it. Yeah. Like, I need to do a podcast because it forces me to sit down. If I take <laughs> a camcorder out, I never even pull it out. Like, I don't even care. Well, every time we've talked about, we need to start filming what we're doing. And we designate, okay, you're filming. Never it never happens. It never happens. <laughs> well, think about dad's moose hunt. Oh, shit. <laughs> I feel bad about that one. That's so funny, dude. Oh. oh, it's funny, though. Well, he got a tremendous bull. Like, yeah. It's a huge Top 10 moves. in the state. Yeah. And we had filmed it. Like, filmed the whole thing, and then we got up to where we made a stock. We got to have, what, 300 yards, yeah. 350 yards. Get all the tripods set up. And I had been recording, but I thought it was off, so I get it all focused, perfect hit record but i stopped the recording because i'd been recording just walking through the trees with the slung over my back <laughs> not realizing it not realizing it's it. funny because it's like you have us walking walking on the stock it sets up perfect on the bowl and then it stops and then after all the fun had happened you reached up and hit record again to yeah and then to when, stop that's it, when so it starts saying, back up good shot dad good yeah shot. <laughs> so you you have a picture of the bowl it stops and then it starts right back up, and there's a dead bull laying there, and everybody's going, Woo! Yeah, you did it! <laughs> That's the same year that you got your bull. My bull elk, yeah. So Dad hiked in. So from where, he, where we started hiking to where the bull was, just to make the stock on the bull is roughly two and a half, three miles in a boot. 
he had a broken ankle. Broken ankle. And then we hiked out the bottom of that. That was so stupid. At night. So dumb. We should have backtracked, but. Yeah. We didn't know. We'd never really been in that. Not that deep. Not, not that as deep. deep as we were. And I thought, you know what? We're real close to the bottom. Why don't we just hike out the trail? I know it was in the bottom. It was a lot further than I had thought. But. Man, that must have hurt. Oh, yeah. But the way he broke his ankle. I actually wanted to talk about this. Because that bull, I call it our first bull. It was your first bull. But it was, it was the our first, first bull. branched antlered bull. Yeah. And it was a six point. Yeah. It was, it was badass. It was so <laughs> cool. You know, it could have been a spike, dude. Honestly, how it went down. Yeah. I don't think I could have kept my finger off the trigger. Yeah. Just the way that whole story went down. It was insane, dude. Well, we had hunted for... It was... It was midweek. It was like day seven. It was day seven in that hunt. But we'd been hunting elk since we were 16. And oh, before not that. got anything. Like yeah. we'd, we'd been trying hard to get an elk. Yeah. And then we got hooked up with this dude. That, like there's guys that just want to shoot stuff and just want to be there when you shoot stuff. Yeah. And that's who he was. And anyway, so he knew the area and we kind of got lumped into tagging around with him. And we saw elk, but we weren't, nothing was happening. Yeah, I well, I could have shot that one big bull opening morning at like 900 yards. Oh, yeah. So if you remember, I bought a new gun, 300 Ultra Mac, got a new scope, got it dialed into 1,000 yards thinking. Because the way this country's set up, you're usually taking long shots. It's either really close or... It's going to be real close or real far. And I figured our chances were more likely going to be real far. So I spent all this damn money on a ridiculous <laughs> gun. And yeah, you'll you'll understand why it was so ridiculous. I should have taken my bow. <laughs> <laughs> well, we so we'd been hunting for that many days and every, we're getting tired, like wore out. And then dad is with grandma and they come around the corner and there's a bunch of turkeys. Yeah. And dad decides he's going to catch a turkey. So he takes off running after it. And breaks his ankle on a piece of sagebrush. Yep. But he did grab a handful of tail feathers. <laughs> he did get a handful of feathers. He was so proud that he got a handful of tail feathers. Like he kept, he still has them in his truck. Well, it's, there's a picture of his broken ankle framed with one feather in the frame. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. So anyway, it, it was down to just me and you, yep. basically. And we knew, like we knew an area. We had spotted that bull the night before. Big guy. Big bull. 360 class bull. Yeah. Which to me is an absolute monster. But the way the country is, it's private, 100 yards each direction off the road, and then you have the public above yep. that. Endless public above it. And it's hard to get to the it's public. It's hard to get to. So if, it's, if that bull's 300 yards off the road, it'll take you three miles to hike around the public to get into them. Yeah. So that's what we decided to do. Well, I remember when we went out, like it was combat hunting down there, man. Like yeah. It, it's a, some year, sometimes it's just, you don't even want to mess with it. But we were going out and it was like the only place the elk were yeah. that you could get to them. And remember that truck was trying to keep us from getting there. You burned around him. So we just went flying through the sagebrush. Yeah. on. Freaking tore off I remember, early in the morning because we yeah. needed to start hiking early to get into the spot, but... And I, I wonder if they didn't have a hunter up there and they're just trying to block the roads. Yeah, they may have. Because he didn't want us to pass. Mm -mm. Anyway, we get around him and then we just start freaking hiking our guts out. Oh, and man, what, so I, I would not be able to 
do that what we did again no way ever i was fresh off of a fire season so i was probably in the best shape of my life so how old was i it, it was my first year with the blm wildland i was 20 21 20 you were probably 20 i was 22 yeah that sounds right i was 20 so i was just out of college just out of college so we were in shape like probably the Pretty best shape in our lives oh yeah definitely i'm fresh off of a fire season you're active firefighter yeah like we were in shape and we like good enough shape to not understand how far you're going oh yeah it was stupid <laughs> far stupid well i remember the bulls were bugling and we just kept going and going also we came across a camp yeah people had backpacked in they were like shit shit <laughs> i wonder where he's at yeah and then well we had burned past him at some point because he he was camped like real close to where we needed to be Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how we passed him. He's like, oh, yeah, you guys hiked because we ran into him. And he's like, yeah, you guys burned right past me. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even see you. He's like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, he was it's like, you got, there's no way I could keep up with you guys. So, But, yeah, we get up on top, and we're almost to where we need to be to see across the canyon. And you said, you know, this is looking pretty good. Maybe we should bugle because they might have moved over here. I think I could here. smell them or something. It was something... It, it just, it felt good. So it's like, okay, let's set up. And I set up, you bugled, and instantly a bugle come back. And I'm like, oh shit. It happened so quick. Oh, like that bull was just in. on us. 40 yards. And it's like lodgepole pines really tight. And I remember looking at him through my scope. I had it cranked all the way down. And I'm looking at his rack like, is he big enough? And it's so tight in there, I, I, you just couldn't get a good good look at everything he had. Uh-huh. And I looked at his back end, and if you look at my bowl, you'll see one at, one of the back well tails is really good. Yeah. And the other one's a little bit weaker, but the one is, it looks really good. And I thought, oh yeah, he's dead. Yeah. But it he was like on top of us, and it was so tight. My first shot, I freaking plugged him right behind the shoulder. Well, I remember I hear the bull coming, and he's so close you can hear him. Not you know how they—they're not bugling, but they're just going. Yeah, that pop they do with their nose. Yeah, that you can hear pop in their nostrils. Yeah, and you gotta be close. Close, close. So I'm I'm laying down like on the dirt, and I'm just I'm just watching you because I know if I try to look for the elk, the elk will probably see me. So I'm just watching you, and I just see you real quick go from this angle to boom. Yeah, rifle goes here. I'm like, oh shit. (laughs) <laughs> I wonder if he's going to, and then kaboom! <laughs> so the first shot, so I'm shooting a 300 Ultra Mag that's dialed in for a thousand yards with 180 grain slug. I mean, it is cooking. It's shooting fast and it's a big bullet. 35 yards. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and I boom and I hit him and the bulls look just, what the hell happened? But it's so tight in there. I rack another shell in. And I, boom, I shot a tree right in front of me. Like the tree right in front of me. <laughs> boom, splinters and shit go flying everywhere. And he only took maybe three more steps and I thumped him again. I tried shooting him in the top of that shoulder and I went right through the shoulder. Yeah. And then he just tipped over dead. Oh, dude, it was so awesome. Like, he, it could have been a spike. If it had yeah. the antlers on it, how it went down, it's me and my brother. I'm freaking 20. I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, it was so cool. Makes me feel so. You just get that feeling, even talking about it. Oh yeah, because I remember oh, poking my awesome. head up. Like, did you get him? Yeah, he's fucking dead. Yeah, right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, he is dead. 
And then we get up there and it's like, okay, well, now what? Now what? <laughs> it's like, oh man, we are really far in here. And that guy that we had passed heard the gunshots and came up. Yep. And he's like, did you get, I can't, he had a name. Twister or something. Twister. It's like, well, I don't know. You'll have to come look and see. It's like, you know? uh, <laughs> I shot a bull. I don't know about a twister. And he came down. He was ended up being a taxidermist mm-hmm. and caped the bull out, I think. Yeah, he caped it for us right there. Oh, no. He did. Yeah, he, he caped, did cape it. We, me and you quartered it, and he caped it out for us and he actually pulled that bottom jaw off. That's how I learned how to pull the bottom oh, jaw that's off. that's right. was from him. That's right. And, yeah, and he just did it for us, just being a nice guy. Yep. And so... It's me and Sky. It's me and you. We've got a bull elk quartered, and it's just me and you. Yeah. We did it in one trip. One trip. And people call bullshit on me all the people time. People call bullshit on me, too. But I've got pictures and my hips just to prove it. <laughs> and that's what I'm getting at, is I was probably in the best shape of my life at that point. Me, too. For sure. I was done for three days after that. My oh, yeah. hips hurt. My legs hurt, my knees hurt, everything just hurt. Just hurt really bad. It was a stupid amount of weight, but we did it. Well, I remember, because I took hind, the both hind you quarters. You took two hind quarters off bone of in, the bolt. And then you took fronts, neck meat, back straps, rack, cape, yeah, and clothes. So I would say we were pretty equal, or you had a little bit more. It, I, I felt really bad, because I got to the point where I couldn't stop. I knew if I stopped, I'd be done. And I had to leave you. I'm like, Sky, yeah. I, I just have to go. Like, I thought, oh, yeah, I get it on my back. It's like, man, it's heavy, but I feel great until you get three quarters of the way done. And I'm like, I can't stop, Sky. I've just got to keep on my pace right. and go. And when I got to the wheeler, I didn't even give a shit. It was as fast as I could get that backpack off. Dumped it. Dumped the rack right in the ground. Yeah. And I laid there. And I'm like, okay, I need to go back and help Sky. And I stood up, and you were right there, just hoofing it. Well, because I was like, I, I think I heard a crash. That was me dropping right. the damn bowl. And I thought, I thought your leg or something broke, because I felt like mine were going to broke. So I'm like, Colton, Colton. But I couldn't, I, like the pack was so heavy, you couldn't get full breaths. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> But I rem- we were coming through that burn, and I remember you couldn't stop for the snags. Uh-uh. So you'd, you'd just break through the branches. Yeah, you just burn right through Because you couldn't stop, you couldn't twist. Oh, that was stupid. I, I don't even know if you could have got a horse in there. It would have been tough because Because so all, the, all that rock, you'd have busted up their legs. Yeah. It would have just destroyed them, but... Well, I know... Oh, man, that was so much weight. When we got to the Wheeler, Dad and Grandma and Grandpa had just got back from Vernal. From the hospital. From the hospital. <laughs> and he was in a cast. Yeah. And they found... This is before GPSs or... Ra- like, yeah. we, had ra- we had radios, but it... They're just like they're little shortwave yeah. radios. They don't they can't just hit knew it from where camp. we were going. You have no service up there. And it was so cool that they yep. showed up. I remember they pulled up on that point, and I pulled up my binoculars, and I said, oh, great, there's Dad. And he's looking at me through his binoculars, and I just stood up, woo, screaming. <laughs> and they burned down. It was pretty cool. I don't think we would have got it lifted into the wheeler without him. I don't know, dude. I was so <laughs> done. I remember that night I wanted to celebrate. I'm like, I got, I bought this cigar. Oh, I want to right, smoke yeah. it. And everybody's like, I'm too, my dad, I'm too hurt. I'm, I got to go to bed. This guy's like, no, I, I'm hurting pretty bad. I'm going to bed. <laughs> so me and grandma stayed up and smoked a cigar together. 
well, I was just too jacked up that I had just killed my first bull. I wonder what we did differently, because after that, we started to kind of get elk. Yeah, and I think it, like, once you get, people say you learn from your failures. I have but, a lot of failures, dude. Yeah, but man, once you get one success, it's like, that there's a lot of good information yeah. in your successes, too. Yeah. And I, yeah. for me, it's just going, you got to be where the elk are. Oh, for sure. That, that You know. Yeah. Everything else is, I don't want to say easy, but it's no secret. Yeah. But the hardest part is just getting to where the elk are. Yeah, and, it's, and a lot of these units where we hunt, because we're not getting, we're not drawing big bull tags every year. And it's all We may get land. two. You, I may get one more in my lifetime. Right. But to hunt elk on public units, there's a lot of ground, a lot of people, not a lot of elk. Yeah. So you'll find those little hubs that really will consistently hold elk, and you freaking hold on to those tight because yeah. you potentially could fill your tag every year, which I don't know, it isn't of the norm to me. Like everybody can go out and buy an elk tag here. There's no quota. An archery elk tag, it, you could sell two to everybody and they'd still keep selling them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's all about finding where they're at. And you Miles, can get it done man. every year. I'm hoping I get enough time this year to do something. <laughs> I think I've hunted two days. Yeah. So I've only hunted two days so far this year. Oh, really? Just with every, with life. Yeah. That's what happens. If you're listening to this, you're not married, you're single, put your time in. <laughs> <laughs> like if you see an animal, don't go, uh, it's a little too far. I think I'll just wait for one closer. Go after it. Yeah. You'll live in such regret. Such regret if you don't. Like I, me and you both had a big stint of single life with the potential to be out hunting a lot. And we did a ton of hunting. Yeah. Like I'd get off work and go hunting during the extended every day, seven days a week I was doing that. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't get enough hunting in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, (laughs) like now it's, it's hard. It takes some group effort to be able to get out onto the hill. And so, ah, just don't waste your time. Get out there and do it. I agree, man. Yep. It goes by quick. I agree. I wish you could be down there with me guiding. Yeah. That'd be a cool experience. Dude. It's just not what we're used to. Just what I'm used to. Really? Because it's, like you still have, there's still elk. There's still wild elk, and it gets pressure from the public around. So it's not like yeah. you drive down the road and you shoot one. You still have to hunt them. Yeah. But you've got a whole canyon to yourself. You know what I mean? Like, it's insane to me, dude. I'm, you're not worried about a wheeler coming up and shutting the elk down. You're not worried about a dude coming over the ridge and yeah. and calling too much and shutting them up. Like you just you get a chance to be like, okay, there's seven bulls in this canyon. Let's make a plan, and no one else is gonna dick with you. Can't, I can't even imagine that, dude. Well, dude, the one day that we shot the big bull, the biggest bull we got, yeah, it was insane. Insane. And I didn't cow call one time. If you'd cow call, stuff would shut up. See, that's weird to me. Isn't that weird? Because where I'm hunting, I'm not bugling. At all. I'll bugle once at night before I go to bed. And, and sometimes they answer back. And you're like, okay, that's where he's at. He'll probably be right there in the morning. Because you might shut him up. Because you will shut them up. Yeah. But here, you just, like, I bugled all, all day. 
That's that how we killed crazy the to me, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's just crazy to me. But I, but I had the chance to feel it out. It was like, okay, cow called, nothing responded. I bugle, they responded. Yeah. I think I'll bugle now, you know, well, like that, for today. It's good that you were able to make that assumption. Yeah. Like come to that conclusion because some people might get stuck in their ways. Like I'm going in and I'm cow calling, that's it. Mm. Well, I'm going in, I'm just going to bugle. I don't know how to cow call or I don't know how to bugle. There was a dude who was set on that was guiding down there. He had a hunter. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna cow call the bugles. Da 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 da. Guess who didn't get an elk for their client? <laughs> and you got to modify, man. Well, that guy I took out and he got a big bull. Yeah. And um. Yeah, he's like, man, all he want, he just he was cow calling like every two seconds. Me 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 me, just going around. And uh, at the end of the day, he told me, well, this is how you have to do it on public ground. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway. Okay. I've got the I've got video of us walking up on that bull. Oh yeah. I'd like to see that. Dude, your gun, both those guns came out awesome. They're looking good, huh? Awesome, dude. I love that muzzy. Did you stain them too? Yeah, so I, I sanded them down and did like a dark. Well, the, the muzzle loader, that's just the wood. That's just a clear coat. Really? That's just a clear coat. But my 300, it's got a dark, a dark like walnut stain, I think is what it was. Dude, that looks so good. Both of them look so good. Okay, okay. So this is us walking up on the bull. These guys were awesome, man. So who is this? I see. So... That's the hunter. That's okay. his fiance. Okay. She'd never been hunting until today. She looked excited. The one picture Dude, you see of her face. She she was not even like when we first got there. She was like, eh. you know, it was rainy. And then the when she heard her first bugle, it was like, I said, this is where you're gonna have a hard time being quiet. But I need you to get quiet because yeah. we are gonna get really close to these elk, and you're gonna want to scream. <laughs> but you can't. You gotta hold it in for me. She said, okay, okay. If you listen, while we're sitting here talking over yeah. the bull, bulls are bugling. Really? Yeah. God, look at that country, too. See his tines? Oh, I just love that country. It's perfect, dude. Oh, yeah, I do see his tines. So Ooh. now she's like, can we, do, can we come next year? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. she's a, she wants to go hunting now. That's awesome. We're not talking. We're just staring yeah, at we're the video. watching. <laughs> Look at those seconds, dude. That's that's crazy. Oh, that country looks just awesome. It's perfect. It's the perfect it's, it elk country. It is the perfect. Wow. Jared. You get a good look at him here. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. He's still breathing a little bit. Is that probably nerves? What a stud bull, though. If somebody doesn't say that's a stud elk, he scored 339. Oh, Seriously? 339. I would have guessed him bigger. It's With those, his, I guess it's the back not, end. He's narrow. Oh, is he? He's really narrow. But if he was wide, he'd be 350. Oh, yeah, easily. Because look at, I mean, he's heavy. He's got awesome time. Like, dude, his third, his seconds and his thirds are the same. His thirds, his thirds are twenty-one. His seconds are twenty. Wow. Yeah. Nuts. 
That is wild. Is that bigger than Gary's? Yeah. <laughs> is that what she said? Yeah. Fuck. All right, we'll get a little video of him. What do you think of your first elk hunting experience? Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> was that his first it elk hunt? pretty cool. Oh, that's Your awesome. Beautiful. We're going to go every year now. Out of the valley and come up. Beautiful, majestic. How far was it? 275. 275. Yep, right. We came over this hill, clear at the top. Oh, it is perfect. He was down in Bugland. He was right he here. Out. We were right here. It scared him over here. No kidding. He was getting ready. But what we did, we, we had come up this road, and we had plans of hunting on the other side of that canyon. Yeah. But all the elk are bugling in here, so I'm like, we just... Go where the elk are. We'll burn up this road, and we'll get ahead of them. They're heading to the timber. If we can get ahead of them, you're going to get a shot. Yeah. So we just haul ass, and I'm bugling. I was cow calling. They were. I'd bugle and nothing, but I'd cow call and I'd get a response. Yeah. So I just chir- cow call every now and then, keeping an eye on their progression up the canyon. And finally, we boom popped over the top, and an elk was forty yards. Oh jeez. Busted. So I'm like, come on, come on. And you could still hear him bugling down the bottom. So we haul butt over, and here he comes walking. And I put out my binoculars and I range him. And he was two seventy seven. Yeah. And he's walking, and I said, there he is, Jared, and I. He gets set up on his sticks, and his his fiance actually takes a picture because <clears throat> he's getting on the sticks, and I'm like pointing him where to look. Yeah. And she takes a picture, and you can see me and him, and then you can see the bull across the canyon oh, that's looking awesome. at us. That's awesome. And uh, I range it for him. I'm like, just hold right on him. He's shooting 300 mag. Yeah. And he walks behind a tree, and uh, I bugle, and he just he doesn't stop, but he just slows down and he shoots. And he shoots through the aspen leaves, and you can just see water go. Oh. He shot through the, through the leaves, but you hear a co-op. Oh, nice. And I'm like, okay, you hit him. Just stay on him. Do not take your eyes off him, you know. And the bull walks up this logging road, turns, and then disappears behind a tree. So I just sit down, and I'm watching, and I'm watching, and I'm watching. And there's bulls bugling all over. Oh, man. And I don't see him come out. So I'm like, he, he's probably dead right there. I know you hit him. I didn't see the hit, but I could, you could hear it, you know? And I'm looking, I'm looking, and then I see his ass end, or what I, it looks like it covered in mud. Yeah. And then I can see a main beam. I'm like, okay, he's down. I can, he's not moving. And we watched him for probably three minutes, four minutes. Yeah. And I, I grabbed his, I said, do you care if I look through the scope of your gun? Because he had a, a Zeiss 8 to 14 or something like that. Oh, boy. So... More than my 10 power binoculars, I yeah. figure I'll just zoom in on it. So I get set up, I zoom in on it. I'm like, yep, that's your bull. Yep, he's down. And then he stands up. Oh, shit. I'm like, uh, do I shoot him? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because he's about to go in the timber. So I grab Jared. Jared gets on. I'm like, he's right there. He's right there. You know, it's like frantic. Cause yeah. Then he walks five steps and bugles. Oh, shit. Bugles. I'm like. Fuck, we're in trouble. Yep. Like he punched him or something. Yeah. And he bugles, another bull's bugle, and then he walks and just disappears into the timber. And oh. I did, dude, I got the sickest feeling. Oh. And he's like, I thought you said he was down. I said, he was down and not moving. I said, it's just this time of year, man, they do weird things. Yeah. And so we just started backing down the canyon, and I'm just trying to look. And I come around to that one of those junipers, 
and you can just see him laying there plain as a day really he laid right back down so we got jared he got on him high shouldered him just boom dead dead oh that's awesome he is a good bull dude i can't get over that tine length in the front his front end is awesome seems like a lot of those bulls that you're shooting though are petering out towards the back end yeah it must just be a genetic thing up there yeah there's a there's some that are bit like there's a we i called in a bull one day what was it i can't remember what day maybe 40 yards 45 yards and he's 360 probably 370 oh we've got video of him he's a three he's probably 375 um and he's got a big back he's got big everything oh yeah you'd have to um, that score so there's a few bulls that are why didn't you guys shoot him he just didn't have a shot oh well, good he didn't rush it yeah and wound i mean him. i think you probably could have shot like Somebody that's been there before. Yeah. But if you've never had an elk come in close and then you oh, have a shit. 370 bull come charging in. Yeah. You know, he did the right thing of waiting. It was just in those thick, tiny aspens. Yeah. That are as tall as your head and then dense. Yep. But I mean, you're shooting a 300 mag with a 180 grain bullet at 40 yards. Yeah. You're probably going to get through there, but he did the right thing. Yeah. He did the right thing. Yeah, sure. definitely. Oh. All right, man. I need a jet. Okay. So Sounds we'll catch good. everybody next time. I think coo, we coo. Should, we need to do one about muzzleloaders. Dude, I'm leaving Tuesday for for General Season muzzleloader deer. Hell yeah. Let's do one before you leave. Okay. All right, man. Do it. I. Right.